wait, sorry. Uh, I don't think we need to do intros. I don't think we need a warm up. Intros? Yeah, I think let's get into just... it, baby. Just let's punish us. Punish me, William. Punish me. That's right. Today's let's movies. Let's be sure that we talk about oh. <laughs> the stupid movie. This is my punishment. In a way that Adam would, Adam Adam, would be the best the punisher. Up. Adam would be the best punisher. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> because he would just interrupt. Dude, this movie has inspired me to fucking. I'm not taking any more of your guys' shit. <laughs> First hey, what of all, we watch? you ruined we watch the, the intro. Punisher. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I that I <laughs> that I regret. True punishment. I admit that I ruined the intro. You're off the show, Adam. This is your last episode. Okay, good. Thank God. Yeah, so we watched 1989's The Punisher, starring Dolph Lundgren, and. Um, what inspired me to pick this movie was during uh, Hanzo the Razor Sword. There's a he has all those like booby traps and weapons, and it just made me think of the Punisher. And I love the scene in this movie in the intro, where Dolph Lundgren has like a noose and he just like drops it down from the second floor, <laughs> killing that one mafia guy. And then he like, dude, that's the best part. It's just incredible. There's so many. That's good the only ki- part he's the Punisher. <laughs> no way no he's the punisher yes and i'm gonna start this i'm gonna start this argument early the i have leader... one more thing i want to okay. say the other time he's the punisher is when he's firing massive rounds of machine gun yeah and bullets are flying everywhere act, and that's like three that's like a big part of his character and that's a big part of that like casino raid Oh yeah, that's an but, awesome scene. Yeah, but he's shooting rounds at nothing. At R- R- Ryan, Ryan, let's talk about this movie in a way that people want to listen to it. Okay, so mute Adam, and <laughs> yeah. William, and I. Let's talk about this. Because intro, intro the movie. You... Now we're just talking. We're already like arguing about, or like you're the one arguing. Uh, yeah, that's Ar- true. <laughs> arguing here. Here's Argo- the thing, Adam. Argoing. I love. I'm gonna you start about read, saying I loved read. this movie. I'm Argo. You don't read the comic. I love Argo. Jesus Christ. Adam, mute him. This is me. William, mute him. Okay, right. Now, have you read the Punisher (laughs) comics? Yes. Not all of them, obviously, but. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Uh, I thought he was a great Punisher. He's an amazing Punisher. Visibly, his American accent was great. He was. He's 20 feet tall. He was a very good Punisher. Um, His look just, is awesome. I, it's just yeah, missing it was, the logo. It was badass. Well, I, so did you notice what they did with his face? Yes. They made his face look like the skull. Yeah, they, they did some his... weird fake five o'clock shadow. Oh, yes. very nice. And so his yeah. face was the skull. And that they, opening scene with him dude, driving cops? down the sewer was fucking badass. <laughs> and, it, and it was like you know strobe light effect and it was like that's a skull cop, that's a punisher skull cop should have Dolph Lundgren's face tattooed on their arms instead of the punisher logo that was the one thing I hated about the movie is that this Frank Castle was an ex-cop I hated that yeah the thing about this movie is that what's tragic about this movie is it does so many things so well so much better than comic book movies from that time period. Yeah. But then it also does these, it has these arbitrary decisions or these logistical decisions that just like fuck everything up that make no sense. There's no reason to do them. They like, so I listened to an interview with the screenwriter 
who's a great writer, Bo Ziakin. He um he made that movie Fresh from '94, and like he's writing this new Netflix movie where it's like um it's like a black cowboy movie. I'm out. already out. But uh, he writes a bunch. He makes like <laughs> he's kind of all over the place as a screenwriter. But um, he was saying in, in his you interview that he was going to say black <laughs> cowboy. What do you say when you said? I just heard black and I go, I'm out. But he I only uh, watch Black Lightning. I only watch superhero shows. Well, he uh, he he wrote what the screenplay when he's like 19 or like 21 or some shit, and okay. he said his initial draft was great. It's just that they came back. They're like, Oh, it's too comic book feeling. So we got to get rid of the logo. We got to change some stupid shit. And people were really afraid of looking stupid, making a comic book movie. Back well, Stan, Stan Lee got like laughed out of Hollywood when he was like trying to, when he, when he was trying to pitch all his comic book movies, they were like, nobody wants this, he did. which is, yeah, he like he. I don't know if anybody literally laughed him out of Hollywood. If Weinstein was just pointing and laughing as Stan Lee was walking down the highway, like yeah. the whole. But everybody no, thought comic book movies were dumb until Batman yeah. '89. Yeah, even and it's Superman. Just cra- it's just crazy because I know there's like some story in some documentary that I watched where he about Stan Lee, where it was like, he just got turned down left and right when he tried to move to Hollywood and start making movies. And then, so he made a, f- a bunch of real shitty in the eighties. Like this was an Australian movie, right? The Punisher. Well, they shot it in Australia, but this Somebody is the went on fir- IMDb. This is the first. No, Marvel it says movie. in the beginning, Australian productions. Oh, weird. yeah. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. I just actually <laughs> paid attention to the movie. <laughs> Oh. This is the first Marvel movie ever made. Besides, and only the only other For Marvel enter, the only other Marvel entertainment before this was um, television. So the right. Spider-Man show in the seventies, animated shows. That. But yeah, wow. and it's crazy because this is made by New World Pictures, which is Roger Corman's company, with his brother, I think, and. They owned Marvel Entertainment for like a few years. So they actually, like, Marvel was on such the outs at this time that yes. Roger Corman fucking owned them. And he wanted to make these like comic book movies, but he could never give them the budget. He never had the money or the distribution to do it. So this is the best one that they made because they also made um, Captain America, which is awful. That is comically. He has the clear shield at one point. Well, it's like that one with the weird rubber suit. It's just fucking. Yeah, terrible. that's what yeah, people are afraid just... of, or were afraid of back in the day of comic book movies. They're like, well, I don't want to make a fucking movie where the yeah, but Batman guys wearing they a just suit, did it rubber bad. suit. Dude, Batman just. Yeah, of course, was... they didn't see it until. Well, when, when they, did they the, didn't want to pay for the, it. When did the Adam West Batman's come out? The sixties. Like but that's television. They had a movie. Oh, okay. Though, oh, yeah, yeah. They did that, have a movie. The they Adam a West movie. Batman had a movie. Yeah. But it's like a television. It's like a long TV. Uh, sure, sure, sure. So I is that why in, in this Punisher and the opening credit said consultant Stan Lee, he didn't get a production credit. Is that because he didn't own the company at this point? Yeah, he didn't own it. Not at all. Poor guy. Because I wondered why uh, why the wording kind of threw me off. 
he just fucking got just dragged his entire yeah, he had life. Real shitty career. At the end of the day, his legacy is just trash. Well, no, he got like <laughs> all his money. He had like no money when he died and shit. Yeah, it's crazy that nobody's going to talk about him ever again. He's just awful. <laughs> legacy. Not, I'm not saying his legacy. I'm saying watch, that he fucking kids today got taken for a those- ride his whole career. It seems like until like the end. And not like even but he was still getting ride. taken for a ride. All you it was get. like not Can a wild ride. It was a like a bad metaphor. Uber. He was he was uh, ridden hard and put away wet. Yeah, he was like rock hard ridden, and it's like nothing good ever came of anything that he created. Yeah, he, it's like it's almost like he wasn't inevitable. He'll never be what remembered. <laughs> That's Thanos' well, biggest, you know, the, the saying he has person. elder abuse. He's a fucking victim of elder <laughs> abuse. That's all I'm saying. Jesus. Okay, but Adam, <laughs> come on. Like he got he's like one of the better treated comic book creators. The rest of them got treated oh, like sure. shit. Oh yeah, isn't he like a piece of shit? Didn't he like steal ideas or something like that too? No. How oh. dare you? <laughs> Deadpool, his legacy. I mean, Deadpool is a is a joke. Because DC, there's like a weird rivalry situation, not a weird one. There's a two competitive companies, and they made uh, Slade Wilson, who was, am I mixing these up? Slade Wilson, who was Deathstroke, and he fought Batman, and he was like this immortal swordsman. And so, as a joke, they created Deadpool, who had the same exact abilities and the same exact thing. And it was just kind of a joke, like like fuck you. Oh yeah, yeah but that's, that's such that's a, a stupid Rob, character. And then that's a Rob Liefeld character. That's not a Stan Lee character. Yeah, but he wasn't. He was the in charge of all that as it was going down. He worked his way up, didn't he? He stole. Who Rob Liefeld? <laughs> no, Stan, Stan Lee. Lee worked his way up to become yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Mar the Marvel Mania like, is, is what I call him. I think He's they a were bastard. a much shittier company, and then. He started working there as a teenager. I think he was like family. He had a family connection or something. And Stanley. Yeah. And so he wasn't even like a self-made guy. Well, he created. No, I'm hating Stanley more the, the more create, we talk about him. He's more like Citizen Kane, dude. He like inherited a like a comic company and created all of the characters that were good. Like no one remembers the characters from before he worked there. That's true. And he was the one that was literally moved to Hollywood and was trying to pitch movies like The Punisher and Captain America. He was trying to pitch all these characters and, like I was saying, getting laughed out of Hollywood. They're like, nobody wants to see this shit. And now it's kind of funny because literally every movie is a Marvel, Avengers, Iron Man TV. It's like the biggest They were right at the time. No, they weren't. They didn't well, have the for they didn't have the forward thinking that Stanley had. Let's talk about the movie because hold on a second. Adam's punishing me right now. <laughs> they weren't. Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, you know, they weren't right, dude. They were short-term thinkers. They didn't spend enough. But culturally, money on this movie. like nerd culture and shit is like was not a thing back then. It was like looked down on, actually. <sighs> so this movie was tight because <sighs> Just like listening to like a guy who has no idea what he's talking about. Oh, I'm, no, I'm just kind of, uh, I'm just, uh, and it's just at a that thought time, Okay. So you want to know what the big trend was at the time, Adam? It was Daredevil and the Dark Knight, Frank Miller, 
recreating those characters as dark I guess characters it was the 80s. in 89 it's in the 80s and then um alan moore doing watchmen okay so they had just it was become, like the beginning of all of it and they influenced tim burton see, tim burton latched onto that he like he made batman awesome but, but they thought he said that, what, they're, they're he like said, oh that's kids if, shit that's why no, they didn't want to do it they're like tim, oh this is tim burton goes shit. tim burton goes what if we did superheroes with claymation and wacky <laughs> what if we added spirals to the background <laughs> he didn't get that until batman returns his masterpiece <laughs> that is the red circus gag that's the, big, the best okay the so this movie was tight but i will all argue to death that in this in the punisher with Dolph Lingchode, the <laughs> actual person doing the punishing is the leader of the yakuza yes Dolph is just killing people which oh, is tight yes. he's yeah, just he's murdering people yeah. so he's not punishing anybody there's one scene where they stretch that guy out after he oh, after yeah. he breaks out of a poorly crafted stretch machine, yes, yeah, like an easily an like easily stretch crafted machine. stretch machine. Yeah, I could make that in my garage. You know, I could make that with chains, probably. Like there is too, it was overcomplicated. Well, I don't want to get explain what it is. It's like a rack. It's like a torture rack. Yeah, like a rack. It's a torture rack, but it's got it's got like the rollers. Okay, so it's like a bed. It's like it's a medical got- bed. And it's got the rollers that you see, like those metal rollers you see at like the airport when your luggage yeah, comes flying down. An airport or like a warehouse. A warehouse. A it's like warehouse store props. used to have them. The way and, he, yeah, he gets out. Stretches the bodies. Yeah. By these chains, chains that are bolted together with what are those Y nuts? Wing nuts. Okay, you're getting nuts. a little wing too. Nuts. You're getting a little too detailed. So he's well. Like, uh, well, the point is like up, the wing nuts stretched. are these. The, the point is, nut. I could do it all in a chain. Give it's me easy one to, chain. It's a very easy to break out of thing. Well, Adam, explain how what makes it so easy to break out of. He just Dolph Lundgren just like T Rexes his arms and like can then get to this wing nut and he just unscrews the wing nut and then all of a sudden the guy who's doing it is now in the. Well, his hand he's handcuffed and there's a screw on his handcuff that he can loosen with his finger. Yes, yeah. yes. It's like a C clamp handcuff. Yes. It's like very a easy to open. Handcuff, and you wouldn't have to twist There's the no... wing nut more than like four times. I know I'm obsessed with this wing nut because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like well, why the how, wing how nut? Do, Just how use do a regular. How handcuffs normally work? What <laughs> kind of thing? Like, it's you like could literally only just use nut. handcuffs. <laughs> like you know, yeah, only a wing nut, nut like would allow him to to do that. Nothing yes. else. and it Are was and the wing nut was displayed right by his thumb. So everybody needed just perfect placement for the wing nut. Can I interject? It's bad torture. Are, it's a bad are you saying device. handcuffs don't have wing nuts that you can simply unscrew and release? Just a chain. I could have done it in two chains. Call me two chains because I could have. I could have two chain. Let gravity do the work. First of all, why are you making a torture machine that stretches the body out and you're going parallel with the Earth? Use gravity, you idiot. Wow, Hang that's them a up good, and stretch I, them down. Like I like that idea. Actually. Work smarter, not harder. You have good Punisher brain. I'm a Punisher, and yeah, you're a natural Punisher. This yeah, well, though this Yakuza leader who got pushed over by a kid once, who got <laughs> excuse me, Ryan. Her name is I'm Lady. Up, Ten- her name is Lady Tanaka, and she gets pushed over by a child. That's well, the funniest scene in the movie. 
The leader of the Yakuza gets pushed over by a child. Well, his father is a very powerful mafia boss. And so. she was squatting, sure. But it's just funny. You well, can get she pushed over by a little kid if they get you come at you from the right angle. You know, yeah, she hit but him, you right? gotta murder that cool you should know her she had her henchman <laughs> hit him. It would have been cool if it was like Itchy the killer was but the it's Yakuza like you have guy. to you have to kill everybody that or, saw no, itchy, that. The, the it's not guy. just you hit the kid. If you're the leader of the Yakuza, this most and she has this reputation. What's her name? Lady, Lady Tanaka. Tanaka. Lady Tanaka has this reputation where she poisoned, she fed her brother before she murdered, before she slit his throat. She's like this crazy, demonic killer, sociopathic killer. And then she's squatting down, talking to these kids she kidnapped. I'm jumping ahead, and I'm sorry, but... No, we should go over and the characters. She, she gets yeah, pushed over. You kill all those kids. I know it's not good for business, but you're supposed to be a crazy sociopath. Okay. My counter-argument is that these are simply the hostages that they've kidnapped in a very similar plot to Batman returns actually, where all the children yeah. are kidnapped mm. from the powerful people of Gotham. In this movie, Lady Tanaka kidnaps all of the Italian mafia Don's children. And it's yeah. this, I felt like that plot line was a commentary on 1980s business where Japan was taking over American companies and there was a lot of anxiety about that. Oh, so yeah, in this movie, the Italian mafia are fighting with the Yakuza. Yeah, it was like the Russian like fear mongering and stuff like that. And or like in after 9-11 when every bad guy was uh like a Muslim terrorist. A so <laughs> yeah. So what um how are they displaying they're not making the mafia look good in this movie. Well, the other thing that's interesting is the mafia Don played by the guy from all those Paul Verhoeven movies. He's um, his big plan is he wants to create a monopoly where he like imports distributes and like does everything top to down in the drug trade trade. So he's like, um, he's like an eighties Gordon Gecko type. He has like slick back hair for a second. I thought you were gonna say Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that'd, be awesome. that'd be cool. There was no what? cooking in this movie. Was there? There's a couple of dinner scenes, right? Yeah, nobody cooking though. I want to see like I want to see the prep work. Well, one speaking of food, one thing that really bothered me about the Italian gangsters the was they're eating Chinese food. When and they're like, yeah, when, oh, they're, nice. when they're up all night, like worrying about their children, they That's have like a bunch of. 80s, that's an 80s Chinese. that's an 80s thing though yeah but they're like uh you're you got to work overnight so, you're staking out it's exactly Chinese takeout it's open 24 7 but they're italian they should have like an old lady cooking food they should have at least pasta like the depiction of italians in this movie i think is the worst thing about it it's absolutely that's what the, i that's what i was saying what like they're not the, nearly stereotypical enough dude, they're not even italian they're nothing yeah. Italian. Yeah. it makes sense why japan is taking over like these yeah. guys are blown. They're the most like waspy Italians. So the lead guy is Dutch. <laughs> like what generation of mafia are these guys? This is like third generation. Like they're the dawn of of the dawn of the dawn. He's like, yeah. uh, you know, my dad was Italian and my mom was Puerto Rican, and now I'm run. I'm I'm the Godfather. Okay. And <laughs> also, every one of them acts like John Gotti. They're all talking to the press. They're all bragging to the press. Oh yeah. They're all public. 
figures. So one of the funniest things, like stats in the movie is, it turns out the Punisher has been working on uh, killing these guys for about five years to get revenge for them killing his family. Yes. And he's killed 125 members of the yeah. mafia. That's so many people. Like not how counting, ma- not counting who he's killed in the movie. So this is like just what the detective knows. Yeah, it's public information. That's the greatest mass murder. <laughs> like that's the greatest serial killer. Yeah. He'd be so easy to find. He would be so incredibly easy to find. Remember in the opening like kill really. scene where like he the house blows up and the news cameras are all filming right there, it and yeah. he just stands well because frank castle is dead but here so here's the thing is if you're into the comic book oh, and this is where you have to attach you have to like merge the fantasies and i don't think william can do that i mean he can i know you can do that but it's like i get so i don't think there. empathy is the word but i invested in like the fantasy world where i know my frank castle frank castle could do that without getting caught like he could Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Thinking about, I, I, and so the, the, I this movie is for people that already dead. know. They already know the character. <laughs> this isn't like an introduction to Frank okay, Castle, right. which I loved. They skipped over okay. his origin and they just started, oh, all of his family was dead. Now he's been killing people for five years. Yeah, that's cool. So I saw this movie when I was like in first or second grade. And that explains a lot. And I was reading. The only Marvel comic I liked was The Punisher. I didn't like any other Marvel characters. The Punisher was, was the boy. Because Punisher the, was like the goth superhero. Well, he was the only one really murder. He wasn't the only one, but he was like murdering people and he was murdering bad people. So it was yeah. like, is he a good guy? It was there was no Yeah, also, yeah. Superheroes are kind another, of inherently lame. There's an important like, uh, there's other like. there's another element which is it was the only comic book as a child I could understand without knowing all the history. Whereas Spider-Man, X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, I bought number 284. Oh, X- yeah, X-Men it was a Im- whole. It was impossible to understand. I didn't know any of the characters. They weren't the famous characters. But The Punisher was like an action movie. I mean, it's Death Wish kind of. But as a comic, it's a very... It's like... um. The other Marvel comic I liked was Deathlock, which was just like RoboCop. Like I liked the Marvel comics that felt like the movies I had been watching, like Schwarzenegger movies or right. Stallone movies. Yeah, that makes sense. See, so, I'm I'm like a I'm like a romantic guy. Spider Man was my guy. Like I like the person sacrificing themselves, but you don't have to kill. Like, want to hear a funny story? So when I was the first comic book I ever I bought, I was on vacation. Yes. And well, you're going to hear it. So I was on vacation and my mom was like, you need a, why don't you pick out a comic book at the news rack? And I'm looking at the, I'm at like a, this was 1971. It's like 91 or 92. And William's 47 years old. (laughs) He's like 82. (laughs) I see Spider-Man two. I was right after Pearl Harbor. Todd McFarlane. And then I see Deathlock number one, the relaunch. And I'm like, well, Maybe I'll take this Deathlock because I don't I don't want to get the second issue of Spider Man, made by Todd McFarlane, which ended up becoming like a giant series. Yeah, it's one. Yeah, that's so a that funny story, a, William. That's a real sliding doors moment. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I used to get comics sometimes, but I would 
kind of just looked at them. I didn't like really read them. You would just like wipe your ass with them. <laughs> Adam, what Adam, what do you actually pay attention to in life? Your kid is going to be like 14 years old and you'd be like, yeah, so oh, I guess my child, this is his name. God, I don't really know what happened in the last 14 years. But <laughs> Whoa, you're 14? I, give him, I give him a three out of five stars. <laughs> no, I would give my son five. All right, Adam, you seem pretty worked up about it. I got a five-star baby. (laughs) You seem pretty worked up about this movie. Why don't you give us your reaction, your opinion coming coming from where? Uh, I don't know. Wick just came in, and there's kind of a lot going on right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) To be like put in the hot seat. (laughs) This is the Adam hot seat. It's it's all right. (laughs) I'm in the hot seat. Um. I thought it was um I liked the scenes and stuff but I uh well like there's all that Lou Gossett Jr shit that like oh he's the best well those scenes are like how dare you I don't know it's what about his female partner it's pretty she's shitty I thought this movie was pretty shitty yeah you told me we, this was another bad William pick and I was <laughs> I would, this I movie you, was well, so good. I'm, sa- I sa- I'm saying that because William keeps picking these movies that like nobody has seen or wants to see and that I we don't recommend. Was... This movie's so That's popular. Kind of. The, and this is the movie that this came out like, what, four years after the Rocky Four movie this Dolph was popular. in? Yeah, this movie is popular. It was it was interesting <laughs> to see Dolph doing this movie. Was very popular. This is a cult classic, that? dude. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I assumed it was like a blockbuster at the time. No, it didn't even get released in theaters. But it, every kid rented this movie. Dolph was so good. That, he was such a good Frank Castle. Visually, such a tragi- he sounds such like a tragedy. Such a tragedy. I, what happened to? I him. mean, I don't know about Dolph? that, but yeah, Dolph or the or Frank Castle. Dolph. Oh, what happens much more? Well, just the fact that he's in Rocky Five or Rocky Four, and it's just like giant hit, very iconic character, and then he just couldn't reach the levels of a Stallone or even a Chuck Norris. Like it's it's because he he was not American. Yeah, but But John Clement was and and Schwarzenegger. I was gonna say Schwarzenegger became a freaking politician. But maybe he didn't have the finesse like that. This movie's. What would you guys give it, star wise? We're not there oh, yet. Five, Just easy. Say what but... you give it, Jesus. Who gives a shit? This was so good when it when it's. When what it would you opened, give it, William? I gave it two stars, but I oh. there's so much I like about it. The well, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like the movie is bo- like there's a a lot of boring shit that's stupid in the movie what, what okay. was the boring stupid shit what or it's just like dumb it's what like bad boring, writing what was the most that's like it's like badly written but yeah, the set pieces I, are are uh, i think it's the directing i think the script yeah. is fine it's the movie like if you had real money behind this movie it would be it could be fucking great like i didn't it one of the big issues is they shot it in australia which looks awful and the reason is the director said well, Frank it's un- it's unnamed city apparently. Right? Yeah, but, but Frank I- Castle lives in New York. Yeah, it's a New York movie, and at first they were thinking um, Seattle. 
And then they were like, oh, we have a production company in Australia. So they're just like, all right, we're saving money. So then they had a cast. I, I'm glad they did that because then they could spend that money on better things, right? <laughs> no, if they just spent, they needed to spend like three times the amount of money. I know, but them filming it in Seattle, it would have been well, a you worse need a, movie. If you they had, if they shot in New York, that's what I'm saying. That would have been the real solution. Ooh, yeah. With Italians, with gangsters. Not with these weird blonde Dutch Australian fucking losers. Like these Italians are offensive. Oh, yeah. They're all Australian, I feel like. They're all British. The and head Australian. of the mafia is Australian. An Australian guy, as he looks like. The head of the mafia, the, the main mafia villain is Dutch. He's in um, it, Fourth Band and Soldier of Orange. Hmm. He's a good actor. Looks He's just like a uh, Rupert Grin. Oh, no. Rupert Everett. It would have been it would have been funny if one of the final scenes was um, Dolph the Punisher Frank Castle standing over the standing over Sydney, Australia. It's like a it's like a panning shot zooming out, and he goes, "I finally cleaned up the city in New York." And then it pans out, and it's <laughs> clearly Sydney. And he goes, "Oh, oh, fuck!" <laughs> and he's just like this ultimate badass, but he he cleaned up the wrong city. What did you think of those cop cars? <laughs> He's like, shit. Yeah, totally. Of his what? Those cop cars. Did you recognize those? They're like these awful, horrible cop cars. Are you cars. talking about Appar the armored one? They're apparently they're Australian, but you know, the cop cars in the movie after the fucking bus chase. Yeah, they're just guard cars. <laughs> like the shittiest. It's like yeah. some car I've never I mean, seen in America. Yeah. And I looked it up and it's like an Australian <laughs> car. Like who even knew? There was an Australian car, and they doctored it up. Right, and uh, yeah, you're the, right. I, uh, maybe that's maybe armored, that's that's the main issue. You can maybe make that's this movie. why. Maybe that's why the writing felt bad was because that's where you it draw didn't the line? have like the nice like it's production not directed value this or okay. like yeah that like let me explain the director. It was, fun to watch. It, it just kind of like it just seems shitty and cheap. Let me explain who the director is. So the it's directed by Mark Goldblatt, who is an editor. He was such a big action movie editor that he was. Oh, that's cool. He started making movies. <laughs> and I like this guy now. He he edited Terminator Two, Commando. Oh, Commando's so good. Like a bunch of really big <laughs> movies. Um, Adam, the editor who has directed two movies, is just getting rock hard right now. Yeah, but <laughs> the one he doesn't know how to direct. His... So, like that one scene where he busts into the casino and starts firing, <laughs> yeah. all he does is like it's like shot of the guy shooting the gun, and shot of the thing getting shot, and then he ke and he keeps doing that face, like the orgasmic face, and he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, back and forth. It's all shot for editing, and it's all like simply stage. All the staging is so simple. He also directed Dead Heat, which is a great Joe movie. Piscopo movie. It's a brilliant movie. That's like I think that's um, Hong Kong produced, but that movie is awesome. You know who is the main actual main character of this movie? Shakes, his or the Shake, drunk, the, Shake, Shake the drunk thespian. <laughs> yeah, he was a British. That scene gentleman. when he's at the bar and he goes, "Would you buy this thespian a drink?" And that goes, "Wait a minute, you're a what?" <laughs> and he's like, "Thespian means actor." And he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah. Here's ten dollars." He's wearing like a Los Angeles actors. Raiders hat. <laughs> nice. And he well, just talked in rhymes. Who was that guy? What was his story? I want to watch a movie about that guy. 
Shake or the uh, guy at the bar? Shake. Jake is well. I wouldn't it be so weird if you knew this like ho- hobo, drunk hobo guy, and he was Br- like a British gentleman, and he lived in a basement. But yeah. I don't think he was. And he's British. from Nebraska, and he's from Nebraska. I and I and I don't think he was British. He just he was, talked in a British. I can see. I can't do accent. He's a British actor at pretending to be American. Acting. Or oh, Australian he was actor. trying to. He but wasn't I mean, trying to no, sound British. No, I'm talking British. about the character. I'm not talking about the actor. I'm talking about the character. Shake could be anybody because well, he proclaimed. Accent, him, I can't remember. He proclaimed himself as a thespian, yeah, and so he's oh, he's see. trying to talk in this like guys thespian. No, he's just like he's just, a douchebag at drunk actor. There's something else about. Oh, him I see. Not, I see what you're saying. You're forgetting, which is what? how does this drunk actor guy know about very secretive mafia? deals and they underground never explained events. It. <laughs> yeah they never like explained that's really funny he's not a cop or like Wait, a, did we explain who this guy band. is shake is his his dumb partner no he's like he's his like, informant he's like you know how sherlock and he's has like, has like, like a, a, a sherlock holmes guy. has like a a whole network of homeless people and that makes sense that sherlock like all these homeless people hear things, hear rich people because they're just begging on the street. So it makes sense that there's like a network and they can hear things. Uh, the Punisher, Dolph's Punisher, has one guy who is a drunk thespian, a very drunk thespian, that just knows all this information. But yes. I guess, I mean, I think the I proof... I mentioned that before we started. The proof is... Yeah. Or not the proof, but like in the opening scene when we meet this character and he 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 goes to the bar, in this crowded bar he goes to this, I want to say like, why does he get conservative kicked out of the bar? Because he's begging. He doesn't have he's, any money. He's harassing. He's a drunk. He's a drunk so that like, is well, asking. Yeah, he asked, he asked, in. So listen, he asked this other customer who I would say is has, probably has conservative views. Okay, just the scene isn't important. What happens is he's thrown out of the bar. But I'm answering your question. Why he knows these things is because he just gets around and drunk, and he's like, he's harmless enough to probably invade conversations. He's like a bubbles and from the learn. wire. He's like, oh, excuse me, uh, what's yeah, that? He can just, just learn, in, yeah, really he can learn information. information. Yeah. He can go into whatever crowd and talk about, you hear about this guy, I'm just a drunk thespian. I mean, he's not like inconspicuous, though. No, he's just he's harmless. Just like a, People no, think he's, he's like harmless. a very theatrical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's British like doing drunk guy. He's like Willy Wonka. He's not he's like, like a like smooth. Gene Wilder and Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know he auditioned for he's that. Like, he probably uh, smells like piss. Yeah, yeah, he smells like piss. Like he's. No, nobody's gonna like let him get near them. What are you talking about? Like, bro, I've pissed my pants so many times at bars, and I've learned so many things about people. They let me sit on their lap full of piss. That's weird. They just tell me everything, dude. They molest you, and they go, and they go, uh, no, they don't get that far. And they go, what's your name? And I go, Shake. Now explain so what shake. happens to Shake after he's thrown out of the bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, a uh, tr- I think we toy need to explain what kind of like Punisher technology. That <laughs> this is a good Punisher move. A he toy has... pickup truck comes up with the... a bottle of booze. The slowest like, on a remote thing. control, like a remote, remote control, control yeah. truck, which is never like... shown again, never used again. <laughs> yeah. You would think he put a bomb no shit, on it. It shouldn't have been used once. <laughs> 
That well, shit was like be... a double A okay. battery, two double A battery truck. It went less than like it went so slow <laughs> that well, even a drunk you just think it's a shitty it. remote controlled car. He was. Didn't you think this was magical? Like corner, the Punisher could have walked to the corner. Like where? Why did he spend the time to get the Punisher? Could have walked to the corner and been like, "Hey, come into this alleyway. I got a bottle of booze." But he would be seen. He has to hide. He needs to use a remote control truck. Nobody was in there with a bottle of booze to. That shit was ensnare this. It was just a little bit of fun. Early in the movie, he was he was was a bit of fun. He was just having a bit of fun. The Punisher has a bit of fun every now and again. Yeah, yeah. It's just like us, you know. He's not always punishing. It was too the the remote control car was too slow. That's all I'm saying. It was poor. There was like I feel bad for the actor that played Shake because you could tell he could have grabbed the bottle at any moment, but he had to pretend like he could barely reach. It was just barely out of reach, but he was literally over. The, it was so stupid. That was the most punishing scene. <laughs> That was the punishment for the audience. Yeah, that was a... it's a little meta work by the Punisher. What did you think of that first um, drug deal scene, or whatever the hell it was? The one with the house blows up. No, the one where the um, it's like at night at the docks. Oh yeah, There's oh, a lot of good and then docks. We're, in, we're introduced in to the movie with the yeah. ninjas. Some beautiful the Yaku- docks. The, y- the Yakuza, the Yakuza. take over. This movie has cool. has some uh, b- beautiful docks and beautiful warehouses. So docks and warehouses movie. Docks, broads, and warehouses. That's what yeah. I say about this movie. And Dolph. Docks, Dolphs. Broads <laughs> docks, and Dolphs. warehouses. <laughs> broads and warehouses. And so, that's in the bio. It's extremely violent when the Punisher or the ninjas or whoever is like murdering someone in the scene. And this is the director's cut version now. So all of the really gory shots that they reinserted were the only surviving copies from a VHS. So I liked that. It looked really shitty, but it was, it's kind of a cool effect. I liked that. And I wait, told wait, my dad, I was watching it with my dad. Whenever it cut <laughs> to somebody getting like, mur- could you not tell Adam when it was? Oh like- yeah. Yeah. It had, it was kind of like the firm where it had the uh, degraded footage of the, yeah. vi- of the violent scenes. Yes. Yeah. And so for like the first couple, I was like, oh, this is just a director's choice. And then after a while, I was like, oh, this is the knowing William. This is the director's cut. And so I told my dad, I was like, this is what. uh," And then my dad wasn't there. My dad hasn't been there for like 40 years. I I just talked to a ghost of him. That's cool, man. Well, I'm sure so, he's listening. My dad, wa- my dad walks into the room. Right, <laughs> Kevin. No, Kevin's tight. Your dad? Cor- Corvette Kevin. Nice. Kevin County? Uh, I, I liked all of those. Yeah, Corvette Kevin County. <laughs> I liked awesome. all of those. It's like uh, Diamond Dallas Page. No, it's not. It's Corvette Kevin County. It's the same but, uh, sort of... Uh... Well, a Corvette's probably a little more expensive than a Diamond, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> It was Corvette. It was Corvette Day t- yesterday. You not know who Diamond Dallas Page is? Yeah. yeah. Do you not know who KK? Yep. Yeah, this is good. This is good stuff. Anyway, CV, the Punisher, CBK. Uh, CBD 
wish your dad was CBD. And I'd smoke it. Love him. Wow, love you love that CBD. Getting high dude, on that CBD. Dude, love Adam, like, honestly, I think you got a freaking problem, bro. I know. I'm hooked on the CBD. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Warehouses, the sewers. The warehouse some... was cool with his crossbow, which he never brought back. Yeah, he only used the stuff once. Well, he has a crossbow with a scope on it. One of my biggest pet peeves. What? Well, that's fine. But one of my biggest pet peeves. Sure. Is he never the entire movie. He stabs so many people, and he never pulls the knife out. He stabs somebody with a dagger, oh, yeah. and he leaves it in their body, and a then he sword. continues on. Well, that's the only item of his, that's that, his has the lo- that has the logo. But how many? That's like financially so stupid. Um, what, has he got a forge under the in the sewers he's living at? Is he down there just forging knives with skulls? Where is he getting these weapons? Because this is before SwordSwords.com, which I am sponsored by. The website SwordSwords.com. You can right, get any person. customized. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's killing people, but he's not stealing any money from these gangsters. He like that casino. He should steal the money and donate it to charity or like and keep a little bit to yeah. survive. Or like use, he should use it to buy military weapons to continue his crusade. Right. Use it for yourself. That's good. That's good thinking, Ryan. I really like oh. the uh opening tracking shot into that where they like the lady walks into the into the club and you see it for the first time. Yeah, that was confusing that was awesome. though. It was very it was, cool, but I was like, I thought was, she was going to be more of a character. It was like that Goodfellas tracking shot or like that Boogie Nights shot where he goes into the club, but everything was just incredibly stupid in the shot. You just kept seeing ridiculous <laughs> shit. Staring at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it looked um, like a student film. Like you had to yeah. make like a nightclub <laughs> yes. or like a, an underground casino for a student film. So instead of walls, it's just like they're just hanging like cloth to make fake walls yeah <laughs> there's like slot machines and a few tables and a bunch of like really hokey dumb extras not nobody yeah. looks like a real person it's really hard to even tell if it's a yakuza nightclub at first i guess it is at the end <laughs> there's a lot of white people the there's like who, a lot of white people the guy who's like the sheik or like the saudi arabian like yeah. guy with <laughs> yeah. the sunglasses and the two Very ladies 80s. walking yep. walking with a huge smile it was awesome uh, which this this kind of stuff in comic book movies even this early on blows my mind because like in the comic books they have it all written they've got your storyboard written out right there like how are you like just look at just read the comic book take one of the panels and be like oh this is what the casino looks like yeah, and then yeah. recreate that but i guess it's a budget thing Maybe they did no, do they're that. Arrogant. No, but, but like comic. Yeah, that's that's what it is, right? Like, how do you fuck that up? It's arrogance. Just like no, I think it's take, like it might be hard to translate because it's like comic drawing is like minimal. A casino, dude. So they you're well, you're seeing casino. you're not seeing a photograph of a casino, which has like a lot of detail in it. You're well, seeing. Have you read outline. a comic book, Adam? I have not read the comic book. Hey, so I mean, any comic book. I've read a comic book. Okay. Yeah, I but he didn't. You didn't follow the story. You just read it out of order. <laughs> just like look at the picture. Just like a baby wiping your butt with a comic book. <laughs> no, I was 
I, was I read a com- Listen, I read a comic book after I wiped. I had to look to see if I, if there was poop on it to know if I was done or not. And I saw a couple panels and I just kept doing that maybe three or four times until there was no poop left. And then I had to actually read the full panel. And then I flushed. I love comics. What's your favorite comic? I, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't have one. Pretty funny. Way to riff. <laughs> right oh, before the I, show, I was, Adam is like... Riffing is not you asking me a question and then... <laughs> no, like, you riffing me, on the question. You, Why do you riff about it? Will, William, Christ. ask me. Ryan, ask what is me your favorite pick. comic book? Well, if I'm going to be absolutely honest with you, probably Playboy. And like <laughs> when you turn... Like when you get to the middle of it, like after you read a couple of Wait them, a minute. He's... That's not a comic book, Ryan. When you get to the middle of them, you turn it sideways, and there's you guys are, pink, you guys pink, are pink, pink, pink panels. And I go, this shit is comical. Us. No, honestly though, no, William. Riff, honestly though, well, at least Ryan. All riffs aside, with, all riffs, uh, William. All riffs aside, my favorite. You asking us questions and us. Fluffy. Don't ask questions. This is a basic uh, rule of improv. Just don't ask questions. <laughs> say things or whatever okay, Adam. Oh, right. <laughs> i forget let it, why don't you just tell everybody your favorite comic book is um little gay Hentai. boy magazine <laughs> a magazine from japan in the 70s it's out of print all right well, well it's William, basically cut. child pornography so cut. explain to everybody how you let me do it again hit me ask me again I'm not allowed to ask questions, Ryan. I can only assign. Adam, ask me. Oh, you me can a do question. it. It's just bad. Adam, ask me what's my favorite comic. Adam, just do paint. It again. I got it now. Ryan. I got it now. What's your favorite comic? Hentai. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. That's the anti pornography. Hey, Adam, that's ask the me right. My... That's the funny answer that we were looking for this whole ask time. Ask me my favorite comic. Uh, no, I'll ask you what your favorite ice cream is and see. Okay, now say something funny. Riff on that. <laughs> I don't like ice cream. <laughs> that's not a <laughs> just because ryan's like, laughing clip it, at that clip it clip it clip it hey, that's clip it clip I'm it so, ask me another question <laughs> no, clip it dude to. clip that oh ask me okay, another what's, question what's your favorite like if you what's your favorite way to be punished i don't have one <laughs> oh, I see. Clip I see it. what you're saying. Clip it. Clip but it. Still, clip it. Adam's I get, so I get what you're saying. Now. And so bad at riffing. Let's just, I mean, Adam, Adam, what's your favorite riff? You're not riffing. You're just set, calling back the thing that I did clip that it. I like gave you or whatever. No, don't clip that. Don't clip that. You're not riffing. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Anything or in like I'm an, doing any, purposely like original bad way. improv. The riff is I'm doing purposely bad improv because. What role in improv is? But what is my what is questions. my response supposed to be? That is, what would it like you? Okay, I muted him. Okay, so in improv, <laughs> you don't ask questions, it, and the it. other thing you don't do is you don't, um, don't deny that. another person. So it's a very simple thing I'm doing. I'm sure anyone with like 101 improv skills would know exactly what I'm doing. Yes. Well, you're not like and, there's not there's no yes, joke. So like, yeah, I'm trying to answer the question sincerely. There's no joke. Nobody. Me and Ryan are laughing on camera, and he's just like, "There's no humor." No, here. I'm saying that when you say that at the beginning, okay, that's that started this a whole riff thing is off. Creating a joke. Okay, hit me with a riff, Adam. Yeah, hit us with a riff. Hit me with a riff. Let's do a riff and a rant. Um, 
If you want to see a riff, riff, why don't you guys fucking look at your dicks? All right. Those are, those are you fucking start. That's a try. Why? Okay. Why? Why? What's wrong with our dicks? Because they're tiny and and don't work. Like your brain. Which way? <laughs> <laughs> clip it. Clip don't it. Clip, clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Clip it. They don't work in either way with coming or peeing. Go on. <laughs> Great. I kind of just wanted to leave it at the first thing that I said. Hold on, though. Go on because you're on to something. Go on. Riff ended after the first thing I said. He's being punished. Uh, (laughs) Man, I was in the hot seat. I didn't even know. Yeah, you just keep trying to put me in the hot seat. Well, you're like, dude, I don't like this movie you picked. This is another bad William pick. (laughs) And then you're like, Let's not go through the plot. Let's just do well, riffs. I guess. I guess why. <laughs> and then, and then when we riff, <laughs> that's not uh, you like, asking me a question. Riff. Is not riffing. You, I, I, I asked you to ask me. You a say something. I what? Asked you to set me up, and it was very simple, and you couldn't even do it. You were like, no, you I'm, said, I'm you tricked. said, Adam, what's your favorite comic book? You're like, that's uh, not riffing. I don't need, uh, I, well, you didn't even give like an, a sincere answer. I well, that's the thing. It's a hard question for me to answer because I, I don't even like remember. What's your favorite super? I had comics, rem- but I, I didn't like. Remember. I didn't pay okay, attention, man. so I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Re- What's your- I don't remember. <laughs> What's your favorite superhero? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. He left. Mute- I think he left. <laughs> I muted him. I didn't leave. Oh, I muted him. Do you remember? What's your favorite superhero? The Punisher. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Why? <laughs> uh. You know like, what? I know why you're punishing me when I ask you that. I get it. Just, I know why. <laughs> if you just say something that I'm makes sense. You'll get to a joke in like two sentences. I'm not. I'm not worried about that as much as you guys are. I'm We're just doing a podcast well, that people listen to. This ain't just a the three okay. of us talking Ryan, about. Ryan, what do you like about? Well, the I know, but I'm like. Here's what I like about this. I prefer the conversation. <laughs> prefer the instead of the like hot. You just seat. like saying, but no <laughs> one like else does. Idiotic non sequiturs in the middle of us talking. <laughs> Here's what I like. Here's I'm just trying to talk. Like. I'm trying. I'm trying. Honestly, you guys Honestly, are very hard to be a third person ta- trying to talk t- during. So here's what I, I can't get shit again. again. Here's what um, we, get, we let you talk. Oh yeah, all the I'm time. getting muted on top of it. Jesus. Here's what do you what, like about uh, the Punisher? Here's what I don't I hated give a fuck about, about the movie. Punisher. Okay. Ryan, what do you like about the Punisher? Here's in my my biggest discrepancy with most films is always not enough nudity and in this movie the punisher i was 99 percent about to be like this movie sucks because there's not enough nudity and then the final cutscene happened and i go there's that dolphy ass you see that's, nude- that, that's like there the actually first- is there is nudity in the you casino, start, there's a topless woman. Yeah, there's like but a I don't care woman. about that. I want to see the Punisher nude. Well, you see his ass. Yeah, you Listen, do. Listen, I've seen a lot of women nude. I've He's never living... seen Frank Castle, okay. the Punisher, right. nude. 
He's living and the most in a, I got was is this ass crack. Yeah, yeah. I've never That's seen sewer show. Frank Cashel. This is like whew, I've seen the Ninja Turtles nude. I've seen, listen. I've seen a lot of sewer dwelling superheroes. Those nude. were tails, dude. Those weren't the yeah. owners. Pretty funny. <laughs> See, this is, and then you know, like, why would I talk? You know, if this is. <laughs> No, they were their dicks oh, here. I'll send you the picture <laughs> of the nude ninja turtle photos I have. Well, yeah, That's sorry, improv. it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good as the joke that you made, William. Which joke? Nothing. He said nothing. Fucking sat in silence, fucking shaking. Look. I'm you just trying to make Ryan okay. Oh man, I hope Adam I... says something soon so I can fucking start talking, acting like I'm being funny. All right, do making it jokes. Do a riff. What do you think rant. about what do you what do you think about the, that? Was it? That was the riff. What's because you say? That was a hot rant. That was a good rant. You're ranting about fucking, Will. That's I cool. am the hot seat now. I'm hot. What do you think about? Well, the did you want to say about that, William? No. Okay. What rant? Is that why you always are wearing told you, this gym movie shorts and a tank top? You're just too hot all the time. Yeah. No, now I need, I need to change into a tank top, dude. What are you wearing right now? What are you talking about? I'm on video. No, you're, you're not. not. Oh, I'm not? <laughs> I oh, turned your video off. <laughs> How unaware. Oh, you, William stopped it, the video, it says. Oh. Let's talk uh, about the movie. That adds up. I want to I go back to get back to my life, which is great. <laughs> This, great this is your life, Adam. This is your life on a weekly, bi-weekly basis. This is my hell. Make this your life. Hell Look, is also life. Just kidding. I enjoy having a schedule. It's nice. Look, I like this new Adam. He's fighting back. That's good. It took like seven months or yeah, whatever. I'm telling you, this movie. That's you fighting back? It's got me. Yeah, it's got me wanting to. Punish. So you like the movie, right? To punish, yeah. Adam, tell us what you like most about the movie. No, ultimately, I I thought it was boring, um, but and stupid, but uh, in ways that were like kind of frustrating. Uh, but I I thought, yeah, I mean, it's okay. the The Fred fight scene is the red light fight scene is cool. I like that, and I like the opening. That was that was weird. The opening credits. Yeah, the opening credits are done by like some guys done like a million fucking movies he did total recall i looked him up on oh, wikipedia nice. he was like way overqualified he should be uh that title or credit sequence maker should be more of a big position in movies like revere a revered artist position <laughs> they are what are you talking about i mean not like Saul bass. not widely though yeah Saul bass like what he's the only one kyle cooper who's that never heard of him Kyle Wait, Cooper there's people. Uh, hold on, there's I, people. That I work in the industry. Do the, which is funny. There's people that just do. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. The opening credits, people and don't they know. don't do the rest of the movie. <laughs> I'm being serious. I'm being like my ignorance is serious. It's genuine. There's people that only well, edit say, the opening uh, sequence. <laughs> right. Depends. Depends. Adam, I'm being stupid. serious. I'm. At, I'm. I'm sounding like you right now, but this is. I'm being serious. It depends. What do you mean? Uh, 
What do you mean? Usually Who is the guys you just said? They I don't just know. Do the I, 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 that's that's, that's my ass. point. Is that these guys should be? This should be more of like a. They should win. How come this doesn't have an Oscar? Best best they, opening sequence. Or I'm best not doing visual a bit sequence? about it. I I didn't even know that there was. Why Why is there a job where somebody just does the opening and then leaves the rest of the movie? Why don't they edit the rest of the well, movie? It's like a different skill. It's making like a cool artsy Hollywood like title is dumb sequence. As shit, well, it's evolved over time. <laughs> it evolved over time to become more important. You know, I mean, and movies are made by like, like hundreds of people. Like James Bond would have a very big title sequence, you know, or yeah, um, with the barrel and the and then he shoots at the barrel. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. plus all the yeah. the song and then the you know the. The, the opening credits and, they, and then Bond they just basically dip and they go to a, another project well they're working the, it's like the director doesn't have time to like to worry about that that's not their real but you can go to college to specifically get opening credit so you can go to a movie cinema whatever they call it what's the track for that what's the track for that william so there is a one guy kyle cooper was so big with making opening titles he designed the titles for seven he designed the titles for home alone he designed the titles for hundreds and hundreds of movies he has a company called prologue and before that he worked at a company called imaginary forces he ended up directing a movie kind of like mark goldblatt like he got he reached such um respect in the industry that he was able to make his own independent film and I believe he designed his own opening title sequence and it's very funny and it's very pretentious and it's like really bad. And it like, like the opening title is like overtly complicated. It's like every letter is a different font. There's lots of animation. All the letters like move in like from off screen into the middle into like make up like the title sequence and then go off. It's like way too busy. So the thing is with like title sequences, you really don't want you don't want the director like focusing on that bullshit. They have way more important shit. Yeah, to totally, on. totally. Also, you know like, what I, you know what I remember I don't know. from it's Home like Alone. Good to bring in all the other people that are good. At Home Alone title sequence is awesome. It's very short. But you know, music. but you know what I and like oh, yeah. the the rest of the world remember from Home Alone is. Wow. Nobody gives a shit about that stuff. They just want to watch a movie. They're not nerds like you guys. A little house. People talk about cool opening, cool opening credit sequences all the time. I feel nerds, like. dude. That's part of the movie, though. True detective. Yeah, but That's nerds. Saying, like the movie's true good. detective. Nerds. Name another West, one. Westworld. Nerds. Okay. Okay. What about um? What are we talking Star about? Star Wars. <laughs> nerds, dude. <laughs> what about Superman? Tell you want to know what people remember about Star Wars? The tits. No, ask anybody. <laughs> Chewbacca. Dude, had, <laughs> it would have been so cool if Chewbacca had like a, a big floppy dick. He does. It's hairy. He's great vining it. That's when and the pubes go all the way had down. To suck your it every night. If John Solo was just in chaps, like leather chaps. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on, yeah. People, gotta, people would we care about it. They're just like. People like, would hey, care about that over the font in the intro. Are you kidding me? He kind of no, moves we... like a guy that is wearing assless chaps. So it's really funny to picture him in assless chaps. It's like, like, this that's, is the that's best, his character design. This is the best pilot we could afford, Luke. 
like, he, I don't he know wears about assless chaps and and chewy has his has a huge dick that's always visible and you and you and adam watches the movie and he's like you know it's kind of a shame nobody like gives credit to the guy that did the opening sequence He's like, what are you talking about? There's a fucking <laughs> all right, Jesus. There's a fucking elf. All right, we're getting sidetracked. Let's go. Let's talk about the climax. Which George is Lucas like, should do that. Should make that. Well, there's two changes. scenes we have to talk about before we wrap up. So yes, after all the children Wrapping are kidnapped, up. I'm gonna go pee. I can hear you. Um, Dolph Lundgren, the Punisher, steals a school bus. He gets an extremely large school bus to rescue like seven oh, kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He could have just gotten like a pickup truck or a fucking van. But no, he gets like a giant school bus. He goes all he, out. And also it's like, why is he saving their children? Because his family was killed. So he's like, oh, I'm conflicted. But I did think that that was kind of like, I liked the idea. I liked him like having to team up with the mafia guy. Even well, though that, I was a bad that's mafia after. guy, that's, that's after. Oh, I'm just saying, I like that like story choice. But I, I mean, do. I like that also. Off. So yeah, like they these uh, the 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 yakuza steals these mafia guys' kids. So the mafia guys like they capture the Punisher and they're like, "Hey, you have to do this or we'll kill you. You have to help me take out the yakuza so I can save my son." And so they team up. It's kind of a cool way to end the movie. I feel like I liked that. You should have just killed the mafia guy and been like, "Good." Does he kill him at the end? I don't remember. Well, yeah. But he should have killed him right then. Just been like, fuck you. I'll kill you. You're the mafia. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been cool, I guess. Um, Whatever. He's he, like, no, I got to save the kids because, you know, my family was killed. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like moral complications about like, will this kid grow up to be, you get, no, a, you, guys a, are both you know, wrong. mafia guy? Shake is the one. He wasn't going to save him. He was just going to completely ignore the kids. And Shake was the one that comes to him and says, basically says, he basically says in his limericks or his rhymes that he, uh, if he doesn't save these kids, if they survive, they're basically going to become a whole nother group. No, they're going to be sold to slavery in the Middle East. Yeah. And he's going to, which is very bad. There's a funny and, uh, scene where the Lady Tanaka has like a briefcase. She's like, oh, the sla- the child slavery business pays well. It's like a, biz- a briefcase <laughs> full of cash. Yeah. These two guys carry it in. Like, you know, clearly very Australian cash, whatever that is. Their office is so awesome with the Yakuza. Like, everything is like designer. Everything is like, uh, every room is very chic. It's very chic and blank. Are you and- talking about when they go, when they turn the key to go up a level? Yeah, and, the, the, and then it's the a, headquarters, and then it's a dojo, and it's a dojo full of I would guess twenty some year olds plus age wise, and at the end, these these people have been training for sword play their entire life, I'm assuming, and then in three seconds, the Punisher shoots thirty two of them down, like they've just been yeah, training yeah. day in and day out on sword play, and then in a half a second. They're all dead by the Punisher's bullets. Yeah, like it's how like a, unfulfilling yeah. is your life? It's like a a more <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's it's like a more extreme version tragic. of that Raiders of the Lost Ark scene where the yeah, guy with the sword shows off and then Indy just shoots him in this scene. Yes, like, it is. The whole movie we've been down, watching like, them thirty-two kind of train. people. 
as a kid, I thought this was like a mind blowing sequence for me. It was like, it works so well. Like when you're eight years old, this movie is mind blowing, especially at the time, because there's nothing like this, like in terms of um, comic book movies. So I just loved it. And like watching it now, it's like, it's such a missed opportunity. And obviously yeah, it's very, it's very, um, it's very uh, clearly influenced by other action movies. Yeah. There's like almost nothing sure, original sure, about sure, this. Sure. Like, but I mean, now it, like movie. I didn't, I didn't know this movie even existed and I've watched the Punisher Netflix show. I've watched the other two Punisher movies and I didn't even know this one existed. And it still has some of the qualities of the original, like comic book Punisher. And so it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I did enjoy those, those like sequences, like set pieces and stuff like that. Uh, it makes me want to like thinking about it as like an '80s action movie. Makes like it, it just it being one of those makes me want to like rate it higher. But there was also times where I was just like, man, this movie is like really well, like, you, worth. You're, that's how you are, though. You don't like anything. You're like a very. <laughs> Well, I don't think you've ever actually I paid like attention to anything you've watched. So I don't know if you know if you like That's like true. it or you're like just don't know if you like it. Well, I mean what I'm missing the important shit. I'm not paying No, but you're never you're never Punisher. like a hard no and you're never like a hard yes. I think if you get bored for a moment, you tune it out and then you're like, who gives a shit? It's boring. <laughs> um, like I'm not no, gonna I'm not, I'm not I'm not as bad. That's why I'm interested to see like when your kid is like 20, I'm interested to see like, hey, how's uh your kid doing in you know 20 years? And you're gonna be like, ah, you know, like I didn't pay attention for uh I kind of lost interest uh about 10 years ago. But um ah three stars three out of five. <laughs> I stopped saying that I would rate my kid three star. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like uh there was a brief there's a moment where it was like it kind of got boring. So I just kind of just tuned out and I was just, you know, on not as bad. I'm not as bad. That, that's um, what you said about Hanzo. You said the same thing. Well, yeah, there's a lot of dialogue in these scenes that are like <laughs> I just Matt, don't your like kids gonna talk scenes. to you a lot. <laughs> I don't really care for dialogue. Yeah, there was like five years where my kid was like talking to me and ah. I just it's much more that. fun to watch like like uh action like physical action stuff like stuff instead of like hearing people talk also like you know you watch movies and like you can't they're not mixed good you have to like turn it down low because your baby's sleeping in the other room and then it's like you can't hear shit and like it's like you the music's too loud but you can't hear the dialogue you know yeah, yeah I, know. Get, I got beats by Dre. You're watching, you're, you're, saying, but... you're watching these movies when you're just like completely beat at the end of the day. And yeah, thanks, man. Thanks you're for just fucking zoning out. And because of that, so you what bring the plot nothing, is really good. You bring just... nothing to the podcast <laughs> because you don't pay attention. So, oh, I see. Um, but hold on. I thought, I thought you were before uh, you had the kid. Weren't you guys doing the podcast before the kid existed? This is just how he is. He doesn't realize. I mean, like, 
Look, I get it. You get bored. You don't want to pay attention. It's no, a, I think I mean, a movie. It's a it, stupid movie. Yeah, it's a stupid movie. That's like, you know, all these. See, I, I turn tune out dialogue sometimes because I feel like dialogue scenes are cliche. Almost yeah, always. It's so, funny. Like, it, it's just you funny can watch because. And get the gist of what's going on. <laughs> and it's like if a movie can't hold your attention for, for that, I'd rather like enjoy watching the movie still like the good parts or the parts where it can hold my attention. And like, not worry too much about like trying to pay attention to some boring. Yeah, but you know, like people listen to us talking about it, right? Like, this isn't just like us watching a movie and hanging out. (laughs) Right, I get that. (laughs) So it's like watching. I feel like I'm. uh, I feel like I'm offering a lot of insight into this movie. What did we talk last week after Hanzo? We had this big conversation where like, you know, you're not. We should have kept recording. I know, and like. (laughs) <laughs> he's like i'm gonna pay attention to the next movie and then no he didn't well i it's i i did i did pay a lot of attention but i, I just it was boring and i fucking tuned it out because who gives a shit because it's the but boring. here's the deal adam but you like, paid attention we are specific i would not have watched this movie in my entire life if i this wasn't gonna get on a movie, podcast like. to talk about it so I paid attention so that I could have things to say to talk about it. And, you know, even though I bombed talking about what I wanted to talk about, like, yeah, I, I, he's starting to sound like a broken record. All right. Me? No, at Ryan. Me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there's some good violence up. and there's some Open good violence in the big climax. Like after they shoot all those guys, they, um, they go like room by room, the Punisher, the Dutch mafia guy. The Dutch they're just, Mafia. They're just oh, like yeah. they're just killing weird characters like one after the other. Don't fuck with them. Fucking instead of cement shoes, they put wooden shoes on a guy and then drop them in like the little wooden clog things and then drop them in a river. Dude, that's some Dutch Mafia rant. Yeah, Boom, Dutch improv mafia. master. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! There's one really funny scene where the, the two of them are both in like paper oh, yeah. rooms. <laughs> facing each other and they both fire machine guns it looks like they're firing at each other but i guess they're offset but in in between there's like these um yakuza guys walking down the hallway and they're taken out and it's really bad staging here's a big go off i mean there's a lot of bad staging there was like so why don't you do a rant about that william Go, go, go off. Go, go off, off Queen. <laughs> I did my rant. So there was when uh, <laughs> that was the rant. A, oh, good. That's a really, what a good riff, William. You're riffing so good right now. Adam, hold on. on so I'm talking about the movie. When Shake you said the was, same thing I did, you're like, I didn't, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> you did when the same Shake thing. was, Adam, hold on, shut up. Okay. When, <laughs> really, uh, <laughs> When Shake was, here's a big qualm I had in the final, like, Same. when he was working with the uh, other dude, the Don of the supposed Italian mob or whatever. John, Johnny Franco. Johnny Franco. Uh, when he gave Shake the cue to blow up the electric, the e-box, the electrical box, and he goes, push this in five minutes, and then push this button in 15 minutes, then it blows everything up shakes drunk ass drops it in through like a little grate and then he uses the dagger the punisher dagger 
to hit the first button, right? You know, and then he in uh, 10 minutes after the first five minutes and 15 minutes, he has to hit the second button. And all of a sudden the knife is gone. This is just a continuity issue that I have. (laughs) And all of a sudden the knife is gone and he shoots it with the pistol. And that's how he hits the the second button. But then listen, (laughs) and then all the action happened, all the action happened. And then shake comes out of the building and accidentally literally runs into Lewis, what's that guy's name? The detective? Lewis Gossett That black Jr. detective? Yeah, he, he literally runs into him and drops the knife. So he still had the... De- Why didn't he just use that dagger to hit the second button? Why did he shoot the, the detonator? It makes absolutely no sense. Nothing with Shake and the elevator shaft or whatever in the sewer makes any fucking sense. The sewer's cool. It, it makes no sense to the story. There's no suspense... It's poorly staged. Yeah, the directing is terrible. The director is phoning it in. He's an he's just like, I'm an editor. I can yeah, I'll put that there. Then the next shot, yeah. that was up. poor editing. Yeah. yeah. That was a huge maybe continuity. He didn't, even, error. Maybe he didn't even direct it. It could be second unit. Okay, boys. Um you know what? I I drop it down a half a star now that I remember that. Scene. What? Four and a half. It's a good rating. Yeah, that's good. I loved it, I man. It. Anything with he was a good punisher. I get it. Yeah, I would give it four and a half. So. I wish there was just more hand to hand combat, and I wish he wasn't a cop, and they would have played that, the marine. That's a great point, Ryan. Because at the end of the movie, the Punisher has a hand to hand combat sequence that is fucking awesome, and I wish the whole time I was like, which one? Oh, when Dolph Lundgren is oh, like beating the, up like one woman. of the Yakuza guys. I don't know what he's. He's like fighting a oh, guy, and yep, yep, he's fighting two of them. Yeah, and like, he looks so awesome doing hand to hand. That's combat. the red light scene, right? Yeah, it looks smooth. It looks right. smooth, like it looked gent, like a yeah, that seems a, great. A well choreographed fight scene. I know exactly. Yeah, why wasn't I kind of want to bump it up a half star actually after this talk? To be frank, to what? To what's your star? what's your what's your rating? <laughs> Um, well, I was initially thinking it was two because it's like, I was just like, damn, this is just too boring and shit. And that's just like, you know, um, but, but like it has these good scenes that are pretty fun. And just thinking of it as like an 80s action movie, I'm like, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty fun. It's got like a style to it that like, it ends super strong. Now it, it does have a style and there is style, but then there are these like valleys of no yeah. style yeah like, it was so terrible boring mafia. in this the middle yeah and, but, but the last scene i really like which is when um after they kill lady tanaka uh they rescue the kid and then the mafia guy's like johnny go wait in the other room and then he's like pulls out his gun like he's gonna kill the punisher and then they like fight over it and then the Punisher kills him and then the little kid comes out and then he picks up the gun and he points the gun at the Punisher and then the Punisher gets down on his knees, takes the kid's gun and then pushes it pu- to his forehead. Pushes it to his, like his forehead. Yeah, or cool. his, yeah, third eye. It's fucking Ooh, awesome. Yeah, damn, dude. And he goes, blew my mind. he goes, kill he goes, kill me now. Otherwise, I'm going to come for you. What does he say? He says something badass yeah, because he's shit like, where he's like, he goes, kill me now. You're a good kid. Don't grow up to be like, don't grow up to be like your father. 
kill me now. Otherwise I'll come for you. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, well, and then he leaned, this is the craziest, but he leans in and kisses the kid on the (laughs) lips. And he goes, you have just been successfully punished. (laughs) You've been punished. What if he got on his hands and knees and he just like put the gun in his butt? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> pull, pull the trigger now, otherwise I'm gonna do the. He's just like this, looking back. Shoot me! He's looking back at him with like got like his like sad sweaty goth hair. <laughs> There's like punish the Punisher skull. Otherwise <laughs> I'm gonna punish you. The Punisher awesome skulls like on that. his ass. Yeah. Like makeup. And there's like there's the, the shape logo. Of his butthole. With the wow. words, oh yeah, with the words, <laughs> punish me in it's old English font me. above it. <laughs> Clearly hand carved in Whoa. prison. Yeah, with a big pen. Jesus, okay. There's like a little sharpie. It says like Shake was here, and a little arrow to a winky face. <laughs> Shake was here. Yeah, that'd be way isn't clear because um, he always rhymed. You don't like the riff, Adam. It's too much. That's that's a little rude for my taste. <laughs> and then Adam's just in the corner jerking off the whole time. And then the kid, <laughs> and then the, kid the kid actually pulls the trigger in the in his asshole, and it just cuts <laughs> to the it cuts to the Punisher's face after the trigger's <laughs> been pulled, and it's like a total climax freeze frame and then credits roll over that <laughs> on his own face <laughs> some badass yeah some badass a bullet like, like a, just a dildo comes out like of that the kid like adam, smokes a cigarette adam come on sorry sorry the kid's like smoking adam. a cigarette and his like mom sorry picks him up rude. and he's like the new head of the family <laughs> he's like I'm sitting the at the punisher i'm the new punisher and then he puts the dildo up his own ass bitch Cut the crust off my PB and J next time, like I demand. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Credits roll. Golf <laughs> Lundgren. So apparently, they they wanted to do a sequel, but and then the movie was released. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not done with this. States. I'm not done with this. Oh, I'm not done with this. After the yeah rolls, and then yeah. the guy comes out. The guy comes out who edited the outro credits. He comes out and he goes, hi, I'm the guy that outroed the credit. I did all the editing on the outro credits. Not the same guy that did the intro credits. And I deserve some attention. (laughs) Okay, you're right. These people don't deserve recognition. They don't deserve shit. Actors are the only talent on set. He's just like talking over the credits. He's like, I made these credits. I I made these credits. Hire me to make these credits. Yeah, like your credits could be here. Like there's like a 1-800 number, like an ad. (laughs) (laughs) Or like some stupid shit. Like you would see like, you know, in LA, like you'll see a guy driving on the freeway. And then his entire car will be like stickers or like Yeah, I love those guys. It's like they're an actor. They have like their phone number and they're like, Come on. You need an actor? Reach out to me. You need a title sequence designer? Reach out to me. You need an actor and or an Uber? Reach out to me. I'm here. And then Dolph Lundgren gets up off the floor and after the credits, he's like, hi, I'm Dolph Lundgren. I'm an actor. I've played He-Man in Masters of the Universe. (laughs) And I was the star of Red Scorpion. And of course, you may remember me from Rocky Ford. I just want to say I'm available for acting work and 
here's my business card. He just like holds up a business card to the That's camera. And it's, com- and- it's completely out of focus. And it's tiny because he's like 17 feet tall. (laughs) And he's like, I'm 17 feet tall. And I know a lot of actors lie about their height, but I'm actually 17 feet tall. And I just played the Punisher. And I I think I I deserve the credit. (laughs) People should say, I think I deserve the credit. (laughs) Um, Hey, this kind of reminded me of Max Payne. Oh, that movie's dope, dude. Like the video game, but yeah. Nah, the game's all right. That movie's sick. <laughs> dude, Mark Wahlberg. Hell yeah. I love the scene in the movie where Mark Wahlberg carves Max Payne forever into his chest. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Or when he, he dates for his Reese Witherspoon. Love you. In the game. That's oh, in the game. Mic. You're off mic and camera. You're off mic and camera. Who is? <laughs> What's he talking? Oh shit! About? I, I forgot. I, forgot. I thought I turned the mic off. <laughs> Sorry, but we. But I'm not. I'm not on camera. That's me. Um, it's getting hot. And heavy. I thought I <laughs> What's happening? I had switched the microphone off. Um, we cut. We my cut wife to it. We cut to his video, and it's his wife with like luggage, and she's clearly leaving Adam, taking the kids. Not on camera. She's and then like, we and then we and then we talk packing. for another thirty minutes, and she shows up in the back of my screen with, <laughs> with your dad. With the I'm like, wait a minute, you're dad. not in bed. <laughs> Anyways, what do you so think the point your, of this movie is? Oh, well, obviously, the point is don't trust the Japanese. Okay, they will kill you. Yeah. They will Why? betray you. Why? This is a this is a team up no. like a movie where like. You're the wrong. white white people set aside their differences to fight the Japanese and lose. You know what I mean? The Italians. The Japanese wipe wipe the white people the Anglos, out immediately. They come together to fight the Japanese. The point is, join the Japanese. Don't otherwise they'll kidnap your children. I mean, they only want it like what seventy five percent of all profits. Yeah, twenty five percent. Take it. Probably don't got to do nothing. That's not yeah, let them take the heat. But know? the thing is, the thing is, when they ought, when they flexed like that, they had already murdered like fifteen people in a stealth manner. They stealthily murdered fifteen of the mafia guys. They like proved that their muscle was stronger. Three of them murdered like fifteen people, and then they were like, they were "Hey, we're being- children." Everywhere. Well, they did that. They did that because they didn't agree. They didn't yeah, agree no. to their terms. These. That's some joke. I gotta say, Louis Gossett Jr. has to be the worst cop, the worst detective. He was the worst. Can we talk about? I know this is kind of unrelated, but the scene where he's captured by the people and he has to go to the bathroom, gets his. He goes, "Is there an IQ test for these people?" Gets out of the cuffs because he pretend. Do you remember this? Yeah. He gets out of the cuffs. arrested by the cops. No, the mafia has him in custody. I guess it wouldn't be called custody, hostage. And uh, he goes, I got to pee. And the guy goes, good for you. And he goes, do you think your boss wants a yellow stain on his thing, on his chair? And so they get him up and he goes, are you going to, he goes, are you going to handle my unit? 
or are you going to handle? Oh yeah, the, he, he's and the just trying like, to. Fine, I guess I'll uncuff you. And he and then he uncuffs him. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, but instead of immediately knocking this guy out, he goes, "Do you guys?" He has to put a quip in, and then he goes, "Do you guys? Is there an IQ test to be in this gang?" And they go, "No, why?" And then he knocks the guy out, <laughs> and awesome. then immediately within like five seconds, the other henchman comes in. And he goes, "I got the pizza." <laughs> oh yeah, that was hot. <laughs> I got. Like he's the best cop ever. What are you talking the, about, Williams? He's the happiest henchman because he's like, I brought the pizza. Well, and he, he also snatches the pizza in his face yeah, that's and then a great knocks line. him down. That, that would kill awesome. in a theater, I bet. I got the pizza. <laughs> oh, I'm crying about it right now. <laughs> yeah, that's good. He doesn't have to do anything when, because he has to punish her killing all the criminals. But yeah. he doesn't. He but he's like bitching about the punisher the whole time. Like, but that was the but that was the like thing the like, oh, cops aren't like completely that. bad right like cops are right. completely incompetent yeah that it's was just like the one metaphor of those or whatever it's just yeah it's like all those it's a cliche and he picks up a slice of pizza and walks out yeah <laughs> he picks a the disgusting slice the tiniest slice, slice. I, I just feel man the, i think the moral of the story is if you're going to be a henchman in some sort of italian mafia just don't be the guy that has to go get the pizza. You're gonna like the you're gonna be at the pizza place, and you're gonna be thinking, God, hell yeah, everybody's gonna be so pumped when I bring this pizza back. I'm gonna be the guy that brings yeah. the pizza back. What am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? Pizza's here. Pizza's on. Soup's on. What what am I gonna say? And you're walking six blocks with the pizza all the way back to the, and then you're waiting <laughs> oh, in the sorry. elevator. You're waiting up the elevator for 43 f- floors. You put the secret key in. To get up to the secret floor, and then you come around the corner, and you go, "I got the blah," and then you just get blasted. He's the guy who's always hungry at work, and is like, "Guys, I'm thinking today we're gonna get pizza." You know, like they just got there. They're like, "Yeah, well, whatever, man. No one cares." He's like, "So I'm gonna order pizza. We're all we're all in for pizza, right, guys? We're getting pizza. Pizza, my treat." And then like, yeah, the moment he comes back with the pizza, he's like, "Pizza's here!" Immediately killed. Just dead. He didn't get killed, but immediately the pizza's shoved in his face. He also, <laughs> He's falling. He came, he came around the corner with the pizza box already open. Like he was he trying to eat the pizza <laughs> as, it, as hey guys, he's falling down. It's like week one, week one in the mafia. And he's yeah. just trying to, be, he's like the guy that brings donuts to overcompensate for being the newbie. Fuck. I got yeah. the pizza. <laughs> Imagine thinking you're about to eat a bunch of pizza and then getting punched <laughs> in the face and not eating pizza. Also, he ordered an entire pizza for just him and the other guy. That's cool. I They're mean, I've ate down, all pizza. You know? They like takeout, these guys. Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> these Italian tra- this traditional Italian mafia loves <laughs> yeah. takeout. I got the pizza. Fuck. And then I just immediately get, I want to see a movie about that guy, a short film, him going to get the pizza. The world's like, it's like his life story, like Goodfellas. He's like, all my yeah. life, all I ever <laughs> wanted to eat was pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 bum. He's just like, well, they got a detective detained. <laughs> He's like, I got the pizza. <laughs> I was a little worried when the Punisher killed 125 other men, members of the mafia, but what was I going to do? I like pizza. 
the pizza guy the next day after the news article comes out where it's Punisher kills 124 people and he goes, and one pizza. They didn't even add that to the He's castle. like in a full body cast in the hospital watching <laughs> it on TV crying. And he becomes a pizza man, the ultimate villain against. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah. Hey, I got your fucking pizza right that's here. Poetic irony. Yeah, and he's that's how he kills people is boiling hot pizza. He just no, he just quits the mafia face. and he becomes a pizza man. He's like he's the pizza man. But it took yeah, but he to get ultimately punisher. finds happiness. He's in like Nevada or like Utah. He's it's like what, in the witness protection program. He's like mafia pizza bad. <laughs> nice. Dude, that's a screenplay. We gotta write that shit. The that's pizza a man. Show. He's one of the show. only ones. He's literally <laughs> one of the only ones that survived the Frank Castle massacre. Yeah, yeah. I'm the pizza man. It's like Marvel Studios presents the Pizza Man. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is takes place in the uh, Punisher '89 universe. It's the Pizza Man. <laughs> the guy had the pizza and got punched in the face. He has his own series on Disney Plus now. And the and the Punisher comes in once out of like six seasons. The Punisher comes in. Frank Frank it's like one in. cameo. He's yeah, like one so cameo happy. to ask for. Info. He's like, "What should I order? The pepperoni?" <laughs> but it's like a secret code for some information he needs. And then it's like some A list actor, way overqualified, playing the pizza guy. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> Ant Man, but like. He's also the pizza guy. Jack Black. Bob Odin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> just doing high kicks. Well, he's, your pizza. To... <laughs> he's just doing. <laughs> I'm flexibly flat. I'm flexibly flat. I'm flexibly black. They're like, they keep asking Duffel on Grand, like, why aren't you in the Pizza Man show? Like, you, that's like based on your movies. Like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> For some reason they just won't return my phone calls. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm too tall. Adam, what's your what's your ad? Uh, um. <laughs> He's it starts with him smacking his teeth. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Smacking his teeth? Yeah, oh, just like... smacking his lips. Um I thought that was a pretty good riff that you guys did. Um, thank you. Any rave? I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. Um, Let's do and... another half hour. Oh, <laughs> what would you rate that riff, Adam? Out of five. You don't want. You don't want to hear my. Were you paying it? I don't. Even, I don't like rating rate friends. Were you? I don't, I don't you like, weren't even paying attention. You even I don't like it. rating friends riffs. Why don't you ever answer a question when we just? Yeah, why you're like a living pleading the fifth. Okay, what about a heart? Do we get a heart? Yeah, I'll give you a heart out of you know because you're we're friends and stuff. We get a heart, but no rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to know that I like it and support you guys. But what do you rate it? <laughs> a, a, a four. It was a good four. I think he tuned us out. I think we bored him. <laughs> you weren't even paying attention. You got yeah, a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of dialogue. It was a five. That was, was too attention. much. Was it two minute? Was this? Was the audio podcast we do too much dialogue? Uh, sometimes it feels like you. That. You were literally just didn't pay attention to me saying was the audio. If if you wanted <laughs> to be here, we wouldn't. We would end the show. But the fact that you want to leave is like. <laughs> 
It just makes it way more fun. Oh, it's not that I want to leave. I just, uh, you know, I have a couple things I have to do before bed. But (laughs) what? What do you have to do? To clean up the kitchen. What does that entail? You know, some some quiet dishwashing so I don't wake up (laughs) the baby. Why don't you wait till tomorrow to do the dishes? I don't have a lot of time to listen to you guys do four-star riffs, okay? (laughs) If you want me to stick around. Maybe you do five. Make it five. Why? Why don't you wait and do the dishes in the morning? It'll That's be, not how it works. It. That's not how it works when you have a, a baby and a wife, right? And a and a family <laughs> <laughs> that loves you, Adam. <laughs> Didn't mean to get so descriptive about all the wonderful things I have in my life. It sounds awful, dude. You can't even pay attention to movies. You can't listen I mean, to yeah, there you, you go. can't hang out with it. It does not sound great. That's you, have the to sacrifice. Cl- you have to clean up a- another person's shit. That's why dads Your are heroes. Probably retarded. That's why dads are heroes. Maybe we should blow up uh, Adam's wife and kid. Turn them into the, the <laughs> yeah. And then you go live in a Free sewer. Me, so I, and and we, then we just be our bachelors. They got well, a couple just of like, bachelors going around. You just now. podcast. You like have a you paint your face the black punish, and white with a punish. skull, and you're like <laughs> living in the sewer. And you're just like podcasting. Podcast <laughs> Punisher, podcast Punisher, and you live in a sewer. Adam, you'd be more interesting if you lived in a sewer. I'll be honest with you. Your toe shoes would make more sense. <laughs> yeah, those are the the shoes of sewer people. You just have like floaties on and you're like floating down the sewer, (laughs) just chilling out instead of a motorcycle, instead of a cool motorcycle. (laughs) You just got wings. Yeah, the sewers were completely dry and clean, by the way. That's Australia, baby. Damn, Australia is like a utopia. Their sewers are like that clean and dry. Those are nice sewers. Yeah, I I would, you know. Better than some apartments in Koreatown, you know what I'm saying, guys? It's pretty funny. <laughs> I lived in Koreatown, I get it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's end cheaper at least. We're gonna end with a big joke from Adam. Adam. <laughs> Close it down. Give us give us, give us, hit us final, with a banger. Give us the final word. Bang it out, dude. Hit us with a banger. Um I like uh I do like the character of the Punisher. Ultimately, I think it's cool that there's just a character that just like kills Italian people. That's just he just kills Italians exclusively. Yeah, that's like a like that's a Pope. fun thing I, about the character. It would be so funny if he was in the Vatican at the beginning and he was just like <laughs> killing the Pope and all these like bishops and like. He just okay. hates Italians. Yeah. He doesn't kill the Yakuza woman at the end. He teams up he with goes, the Yakuza. Oh, if only you were Italian. I hate, Ita- I hate Italians. He just like, yeah. kills the Pope and then um I brought the pizza and then you slap. Yeah, he just hates pizza. And there's like a bishop with the pizza. 